Hey guys, it's another episode of the Fat Ass Podcast. We have a special show today titled Fat Ass Food Trends. This is the perfect episode to keep you informed on all the food trends from past, present, and Crystal and Olivia's future food predictions. Right, Olivia? That's right, Crystal. I'll also be sharing my frittata recipe, discussing food trends. And at the end of the show, we'll have a fun little song lyric game to play. It's going to be a little fun. That sounds like so much fun. I'm a horrible singer, but let's see how it goes. <laughs> we won't be singing, so that's fine. <laughs> so to start the show, uh, I want to talk about our first food trend. And we're going to start from the past, and then we'll work our way to the future. So it's kind of funny when I was researching past food trends. I mean, there's so many you can think of, like right. cupcakes or just Twizzlers. Like, I remember Twizzlers was, like, huge when I was in elementary school. Oh, yeah, the 90s, right? right? Yeah, so, but speaking of 90s, so my food trend is actually from my birthday year, which is 1991. And 1991 is when tiramisu came out. So delicious. Right? That's like a classic <laughs> favorite. Um, people don't really know what it's called, though. They always think of it like the coffee dessert, like that Italian dessert. But it's tiramisu. And tiramisu actually translate to like like a cheer me up or pick me up in Italian. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, I mean, either. I had to like, I thought about it and I was like, what is tiramisu? You know, like there's some desserts and you don't even really know what they mean. Like definitely one of my favorite desserts that are, you know, trending from the past. But I also feel like even though it's like a past dessert, I don't think it's something that will ever go away. You know, I feel like every, yeah, it's classic. It's that good that it has to stay on the menu. Right. So uh, tiramisu, actually, for those of you who need us to break it down, it's a really easy dessert to make at home. It's like a family style kind of dessert. So it basically consists of three components. You need really good coffee, you need really good mascarpone cheese. Oh, yeah. And then you need ladyfingers. And the ladyfingers, they don't even have to be that great. They just have to be classic. They just have to be that crunchy, baked, sugary cookie. Yeah, so it can absorb all of that coffee. Yeah, so it depends on, too, like your coffee tolerance or your liquor tolerance because you can definitely add like <laughs> liquor in there. Like there I've go. had it with Marsala wine. I've had it with brandy. You know, there's so many different variations. That's definitely like one of my favorite past food trends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tiramisu is delicious. My food trend, I'm uh, going to stray away from the restaurant industry a bit. Well, kind of still ties into the restaurant industry. But I was reading, I have a book called The Busy Woman's Cookbook. Mm. It's from the 1950s. It was gifted to me by my cousin Marina. And I was uh, reading into it and it's so different. People would prepare food back in the 1950s. They had this thing called the Basic Seven. So it consisted of leafy greens citrus and tomato, fruits and veg, dairy, which they said to eat more of. So weird. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. And protein, grains and bread, and butter and margarine were its own little category. Really? Yeah. It was very, very fascinating. And what is it called again? I'm sorry, the seven? It's called the basic seven. The basic seven. Yeah. But they encouraged you to eat more dairy, which is unheard of. Since, you know, more people are lactose intolerant. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, like, I get it because of the time that it was in, but it's just not the same anymore. It's not, no. And I found it very fascinating because also in the book, it said something like restaurants in the 50s weren't, were only meant for special occasions. It wasn't meant to go out to eat constantly. Like, they were more focused on just, obviously, like, home cooking. Mm-hmm. So that, and then there was, um, yeah, a lot of home-cooked dinners, mostly with frozen and canned foods. And they also they saw, like, a common trend, which were casseroles. So, Oh, my God, let's bring those back. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because they've been around for quite some time, and I didn't know that. For those of you who don't know what a casserole is, 
It is a large deep pan slash vessel filled with various ingredients. It can be anything from like meat, vegetables, beans, rice, pasta, baked in the oven topped with cheese and breadcrumbs. It's like a one pan dinner. But now I think on Pinterest they call them what dump dinners. Oh yeah, like, like the, the dump like, cake. I don't know yeah. if you've seen that too. Yeah, it sounds very unattractive, but yeah, it's yeah. called a dump dinner. <laughs> and yeah, so I mean, they're very popular in the 50s, but it also, casseroles also date back to the 6th and 4th century BC, which is very fascinating that I okay, found. Okay, I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. there's like these really cute little like casserole dishes that they had. Anyways, it was really, really cute. Really, really cute. <laughs> I just thought that was really interesting. So like uh, the tuna casserole, I assume that comes around that yes. time too right yeah it was the up? tuna casserole was definitely a recipe that was in that book and i was like oh it's really interesting tuna with yeah. cream <laughs> with all cream that dairy and and yeah <laughs> they encourage all that so That's crazy i yeah. didn't think about that but i would like to bring the casserole back i think bring it's it back. great right <laughs> we're gonna have to get a little casserole recipe going yeah but like modern you know so like a brown butter i don't know what else with charcoal right <laughs> activate charcoal let's yeah. rainbow the shit out of it too <laughs> while we're at it like let's add it's also layers. a trend, actually, like Which rainbow, one? rainbow everything. Oh yeah, true. I feel like, well, I feel like it's on the decline now, but so um, it's like in the past now. T- yeah, it is technically in the past. Yeah, cool. I also have. Okay, so that's the end of that uh, 1950s cookbook. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. I have to check that out. Yeah. Sounds great. I'm gonna have to let you borrow it. I have uh, the cupcake trend that was very popular in the 2000s. Mm. Do you remember the cupcake trend? Oh, yeah. And There's a still a couple existing yeah, I feel specialty like cupcake places. Sprinkles started it, and then all of a sudden you saw a ton of like <clears throat> cupcake shops just kind of popping up everywhere. It's nuts. Yeah. It was nuts in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they phased out, too. Like, people just go out of business, and then yeah. it's kind of... It makes sense, too, because if you just follow one trend, I mean, you can't expect people to stay on one trend because... At least people out here were so sidetracked. Like we see one thing, then we switch to the other. Right. Like it was donuts for a long time. A long time. I mean, I still love me some donuts. True. <laughs> like I'll, I'll still have me some sidecar. I'll still like I'll still go get California donuts. But it's not one of those things we see every week popping up the same way we did cupcakes. Correct. Yeah. And from the cupcake trend, I think the cake pop trend came about. Ugh, and all of a sudden you see these God. cake, which were God awful, by They're the way. They're still there. Like it's people that have like parties and gross. weddings, they still want the so, stupid balls of cake on sticks. It is. That's like literally what it is. It's just mashed up cake and frosting. I don't mm. want a mashed up cake. I'm going to mash it up in my mouth. Like I'm not going to do that. I want that done for me. You know what I mean? Like It's cool for kids. I, okay. <laughs> oh, my, my niece true. is obsessed with yeah, cake pops, I think, the pink one from Starbucks. I oh think my God. kids could eat all the crap that they want. If you're a living adult, stop ordering cupcake or cake pops, please. <laughs> and cupcakes. Well, I mean, cupcakes are actually still pretty delicious yeah, because like, it's actually a you know a cake. Yeah, and if I'm munching hard, like I want a cupcake. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But like I, I'll never munch for a cake pop. It's stupid. Gross. So <laughs> gross. I remember I was working at a bakery once, and they had me make like cake pops mm. and they they're all like this is how you make a cake pop and they're like yeah it's just our leftover bits of cake with frosting i'm like this is the most disgusting thing i've ever seen and then you freeze them you dip them in chocolate and then you put them out and that's it that's a cake so gross i know it's so Ooh. sad <laughs> so gross okay and then there was um the pokey trend 2017 to 2019 i have to admit i feel a little guilty because i love poke like i still eat it it's good it's really good i find it really wasteful though when i go eat at these places because the poke bowls are fucking huge sorry they're fucking no. huge <laughs> they're not like, apologize <laughs> like they're so 
big and I'm just kind of like, who can eat this much poke in one setting? And it's so expensive because of the fish, you right. know? So good quality fish don't come cheap. True. But <laughs> it's definitely, yeah, it was a trend for sure. Oh yeah. 2017, it's like two years yeah. ago. Exactly. Yeah, it was like two years ago. See how but it's quick like, things phase out? Yeah, it's like we just want the next best thing. But um, 2010, that was like the rise of food trucks. And I feel like... I miss that. I know, I miss that too. And mm-hmm. I feel like food trucks are still kind of going strong. There's definitely been a decline that there was an astronomical number of food trucks in 2010. Yeah, yeah definitely. Was, oh man. What was your favorite food truck back then? Oh my God. See, I still like the classic <laughs> taco trucks. Like, you know my taco oh, yeah. spot. Oh yeah. But like <laughs> before Roy Choi. Oh right, Kogi. Kogi, yeah. Kogi was really Original. good. It still For is pretty sure. damn yeah. good. Yeah, it used to be down on Eagle Rock, and it was great. You know, and I'm sure the food is still just as great as it was in his food truck. Since he has so many different things now, you know, he's like the personality, and he has like right. restaurants like all so across popular. the country. It's mm-hmm. it's different than it was when like you just go to that one spot. Like oh, let's just go to that food truck on the corner, and then like wait you know, an hour for your food. That was definitely one. Um, there was a Filipino food truck. I tried one time Ooh. just because it was it was just like new. Back then, 2010, not now. Right. Um, <laughs> it's called White Rabbit. Oh, okay. So they did like the whole fusion. They would do like, uh, Filipino burritos. Mm. So then when they have like different chicken barbecue in it because the Filipinos like you know mm. us we love like you know our chicken barbecue or yeah. we love our sisig like the lechon oh, and the yes. pork and all of that so it was really cool and then we put a fried egg on it and then we wrap it in the tortillas so. the best it's yeah. the freaking best was, oh my god I uh my favorite food truck back then it was called the mighty boba truck oh my god what that's cool yeah and they sold delicious boba and they had this amazing popcorn chicken that they would sell and they would serve it with like it was like this little combo meal so you can either get it by yourself but you know you get the combo meal Mm -hmm. and you get it with rice a side of white rice and some stir fry veggies and it was like the most delicious meal i would get that and boba and just be set when i was going to culinary school because there was always like a row of trucks lined up yeah amazing that's cool your school was like in a cool area mine was like in a really stuck up area where like you had to have money to go sit in the Uh, restaurant pasadena yeah right sorry i love pasadena but like yeah there wasn't like a food truck scene when i was in culinary school that's so crazy yeah we had to like venture out but it's okay yeah yeah (laughs) still a good experience and then we are i guess it's still it's kind of in the past kind of in the present avocado toast yeah i feel like if it didn't reach enough people the first time around it's still getting to people but actually yeah. i noticed people are doing it more in their homes than they are you know eating at so restaurants cheaper. to have the toast yeah because they probably realize how much money they're wasting on avocado toast millennials yeah <laughs> us <laughs> damn yeah, us. yeah we just called ourselves out i know damn yeah but yeah we don't go buy that toast anymore <laughs> no i i've never purchased it i don't oh i never liked God. it yeah but i feel like the trend of it will decline i mean is declining because of how expensive the avocados are because of what you know is going on in mexico with like the cartel taking over the avocado industry yeah with along with everything else that they're taking mexico yeah it's kind of nuts the yeah avocado it's serious i mean could be a good thing that it's phasing out the avocado Mm -hmm. toast as far as like present food trends go what do you have okay so there's this ingredient called uh, cascara and it's 
I don't know if you've ever seen it at Starbucks. I don't know if you're like a, you know, like an addictive coffee drinker like me. But Not at all. I've, they, <laughs> there was a time they had like a, a special time where they had this cascara latte. And so their description of it was dark chocolate cherry kind of flavor, Ooh. you know. And, you know, I love doctor, I love chocolate and cherry. So I was <laughs> like, oh, that's, you know, great. I tried it. And then I didn't get any of that, really. Plus, because like they drowned it with so much dairy. It kind of lost its distinct flavor. So then I ordered it again. And I ordered it with less milk because I was like wow this is just it's not really flavorful at all so I, I tried to change it up for myself to even just get the flavor of the cascada and it was good yeah it totally worked I love it for those of you who don't know what it is it is actually part of the coffee bean like the coffee plant so what I read from it is it is the husk that surrounds the coffee fruit which is often referred to as the cherry so that's probably why Starbucks decided to market it as like a cherry flavor. When people say things taste like cherry or they say things taste like oak, it's because it's, you know, like reminiscent of something. It's not necessarily the flavor. The flavor. Like I'm not actually going to taste cherry. Right. It's just kind of like this whole, this whole scheme. But yes, yeah, so the seeds on the inside of the cherry, which is the, the cascara, mm-hmm. uh, the whole coffee plant are roasted and before our coffee beans, the outside pulp and the skin are the cascara. So if you're trying to figure out what it is, it's the pulp and the skin of the coffee plant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. it. So it's kind of cool because normally when they make uh, coffee beans, they discard the husk and the, the outside. Right. Because or they like, didn't think it was usable. Yeah. So like now they're kind of like, which is kind of cool because they're being more resourceful and they're really thinking about the ingredients. So they take that skin and that pulp and it's called the cascara. So they take the cascara and then they, they make a process of it so they can extract it and get the same flavor, you know, from that plant. So there is a local place called uh, Stumptown Coffee Roasters. Oh, yeah. You know about them? So they decided to develop a naturally caffeinated plant-based soda made with this cascara. So, yeah, I can't wait to try that. It's called Strange Magic. That sounds funky. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds so, so funky. <laughs> sounds like they put crack in it. <laughs> I only say that because I tried Stumptown, the cold brew, the mm-hmm. nitro cold brew ones. Yeah. And I, I, I can't drink coffee because it makes some certain coffees make my heart race. That oh, one made my heart race my and gosh. I felt like I was coming down hard. Oh, so no. yeah. yeah, caffeine can be a drug. It is a drug and it feels like being on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know or anything, but you know, you know, Crystal. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the um the profile of the cascara is that it's supposed to be fruity and floral. So it's just so funny like the interpretations that other companies and other places have of the same ingredient. I mean, it could be varied upon like where they get their coffee plant or it could just be, oh, let's just say it's cherry and chocolate, you know what I mean? But um yeah, I can't wait to try it. I really like how they also say it's closer to tea than coffee. Hmm. So yeah, so some notes you might get from cascara is hibiscus, cherry, mango, or rose hip. Try it. It's going to be at Stumptown. I don't know if it's coming back to Starbucks or if I'm wrong and it's still there and I just don't try it. Because sometimes Starbucks, they do that thing where they'll do, uh, you know, their special drinks. They'll take and them they'll away. Phase it out, yeah. They'll phase it out. Or if they have all this stock left over, you can still request for that drink. And then sometimes they just make it for you. So go and harass Starbucks about it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or go to a local coffee roaster like Stumptown where they have their, their marketing is naturally caffeinated plant-based soda. So... 
if you want soda or coffee, you know two places where to get them. Right. And it's the cascara. Oh, quick fact too. In Spanish, it means shell. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> shell or rind. Very interesting. Yeah, my Spanish skills. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so there, cascada. Nice. <laughs> Very interesting find. I learned something new every single day. Right. So what I found present food trends, uh, mostly because Instagram, I feel like, makes things popular. Entremets, something that I predicted back when I was in school. Oh Entremets, the, yeah, yeah, the European cake. And it's taken over Instagram simply because it looks beautiful. And you see all those videos where they're like drizzling all those like pretty like little marble whirls all over it or whatever. And it yeah. looks like a piece of art. And then you can top it off with little macaroons or top it off with little chocolate bits. And yeah, it's a, it's beautiful and they're absolutely gorgeous. They taste great too, depending on what kind of flavor you jam into it. But I love entremets and they're so gorgeous. Yeah, I love them too. So that's still in the present, right? That's still technically in the present. Okay, yeah, I've, cool. I, every single day, maybe because I like a lot of those videos on Instagram. <laughs> like I just feel like entremet videos just come across my feed yeah. all the time. Uh, they're like captivating it's just it's just a work of art like the way and the people don't realize how long it takes to make an entremet it's because it's layers it's layers of different techniques and layers of different flavors like yeah. it's not just one whole cake like you see those cake videos where like it's just cake frosting cake frosting and then yeah. they you know add more frosting and then they roll they roll the whole thing in sugar it's not Fondant. the same yeah. process at all yeah it's not no comparison yeah between no. Entremet it can be just, like, like made with cake. a bavarian cream or mousse and then you can put a little sponge on the bottom a sponge cake mm-hmm. and then in the center you can have like a little gelée of mm, some yeah. sort and so good you know i, I remember miss making those in oh my school. gosh i remember when we were working together we had an entremet we didn't make did it we? though of course uh, our not. boss did the mousse um, one it was mango Ma- the mango mousse yeah do you remember it i do remember it it was delicious i think it was for a holiday i think it was for easter, easter. yeah there you go we did a easter bread uh bread table and uh pastry table i oh, remember that i have a picture yeah, of that yeah yeah, yeah I, I took a picture of the entremet yeah super cute and so delicious it was so good yeah that mango was good (laughs) um but yeah entremets that's still trending really hard cbd everything i feel like (gasps) oh my god when i went to the coffee expo thing i did a couple weeks back okay everything was cbd like i wanted to take samples and bring it to work but i couldn't (laughs) just like (laughs) throwing it into your purse Um, yeah, everything from CBD, like fruit flavored candies to Nuts. like CBD tea to CBD skincare. Everything. Yeah. I just actually bought some CBD gummy bears off of my aunt because <laughs> she had like a little CBD event. It was really cute. Yeah. But yeah, I was really intrigued. I tried one this morning and I mean, I, you don't feel like the differences or anything like mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's supposed to lower your anxiety and I don't know, like give you more energy. I mean, I did feel a lot less anxious today, but I mean, I just, I'm a naturally anxious human being, so I don't know, maybe I need to eat a whole jar of those, I don't know. I don't know, it's not that I'm not interested in the whole CBD thing, I just feel like I'd rather eat other stuff, or like I'd rather like uh, ingest other things. Yeah, I don't know. Like stuff without CBD. Yeah, (laughs) basically. stuff without CBD. Yeah, like stuff with alcohol. (laughs) Speaking of alcohol, Crystal, glad you brought that up. I'm seeing a rise of hard seltzer water. Is that White Claw? White Claw. About White Claw. About White White Claw. Claw through, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, how so, is it? White I actually Claw, haven't had White Claw. We have to drink some next time, but delicious. You can't taste the alcohol in it. It mm-hmm. hits you like a ton of freaking bricks, though. Like, so it's hard seltzer, so... It's what like, do you mean you know, hard? Okay. Like what kind of liquor is it exactly? Honestly, I have no idea what kind of liquor it is. I just drink it and it's delicious. <laughs> but like, it's like drinking, okay, a Perrier, but flavored Perrier with alcohol. 
I love seltzer water in general. I love yeah. sparkling water. It's mm-hmm. great. But uh, yeah, that that just takes you know it to the next level. It's delicious. I I tried what it with a bunch of my coworkers. Have you had uh, the lime one? I think it's lemon lime or something like that. There was a raspberry one. That one's really mm-hmm. like okay. tasty. I know that. I think it was the Pabst company i want to say paps is coming out with the hard seltzer and for loco is coming out with the paps oh and i think that God. one's gonna be like 12 or 14 percent dude they're trying yeah. to kill people yeah or like take me back to high school i like, know no, i don't want any four locos in my life yeah but i feel like everyone's jumping on the hard seltzer water trend right now just because mm-hmm. uh white claw was huge there's also another one that had like a mermaid on it I forget what it's called but it was like spi- spiked hard like seltzer water but white claws are definitely like popular right now so cool i'll keep an eye out for that i'll try yeah. it because i love like sparkling water and stuff oh so. you do then yeah, and love I love this. Also, if I put it together, I'll try it. Oh and I've God. seen, like, a lot of people I know, like, drinking it. And I, I just figured, I was like, oh, okay. You can't beat them, join them. Right, <laughs> That's yeah. what I said. That's why I love them now. <laughs> it's just weird because, so, like, most people, they don't like sparkling water. Like, if I have it There's at my house and I people. offer, and they're like, oh, no. It just And, like, people either get into drinking that kind of, like, carbonated Yeah, you got to get into drink. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not to. something that you can just like go zero to a hundred, and you have to definitely like kind of get build a liking to it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's how I got into it. Yeah, I'm so curious about what kind of alcohol is actually in. <laughs> I just would rather in, not though, know, and so. I just drink it. <laughs> it's good though. It's good. Uh, try it. <laughs> definitely, I will yeah. definitely try that. Yeah, and then uh, last one for present that I have: um, hot chicken. I feel like hot chicken's trending. That's been hard. bothering me. It's Why not it that I'm you? against it. It's just kind of I feel like I can predict it not being around anymore or not being as good the more places pop up you know oh, yeah. what i mean like that place i i uh it used to be the dim sum place you yes. know near us and it turned into chicken place you know like a korean hot chicken place right and they had like great selection of you know you can get actual breast tenders or you can get korean style gongchong which is the little popcorn chicken oh yeah and then they crashed it all like they just destroyed the menu and they just sell hot chicken tacos and hot chicken sandwiches what the heck happened so it really bothered me i just kind of felt like oh my god like what are you you're not selling chicken anymore you're just you're just selling like a fad like you're just selling an instagrammable type food and it kind of bothered me but if you have some great suggestions or if you know places of hot chicken is it nashville hot chicken or is it just hot chicken yeah dm us about it because we would really like to know what you would prefer Definitely. But yeah, I, I've tried like a little piece of um, the very popular one that's in Chinatown and it was good. I just tried a little piece of it, but that was like the spiciest one. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't like spicy. Oh my God. Is it the Helen Rays or that's Helen else? Rays. Yep. Oh my God. So you waited? No, my oh friend waited. My okay. I got a piece of his and I was like, huh, I don't know if I'd go and line up there, but you know, maybe one day I'll actually try a full chicken. We'll see. Yeah. Cause yeah. that line is long. I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> I don't want to wait two hours for chicken. Yeah. I want it now. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good one too mm-hmm. to talk about for Most sure. Definitely. And now it's time for Crystal and Liv's food predictions. What okay. is your food prediction? So this is going to kind of tie in with a current trend, which is ube. Uh, you know, the Filipino purple yam that's taking everyone by storm and, you know, hitting up Trader Joe's and I'm oh, sure yeah. it's going to. So my prediction is that, and I'm hoping for this prediction, I'm hoping that this ingredient gets elevated and it actually starts making it into fine dining restaurants. 
I would really love great. to see this ingredient used by like chefs. I want to see chefs really create something great with it, make it kind of a staple in a lot of kitchens, not just Filipino kitchens, but just in general. You know what I mean? Because there's some like Italian ingredients are in every kitchen. You oh, know, yeah. like I really hope that some Filipino ingredients like ube could definitely be part of the actual fine dining scene because people eat ube now like they're just like oh it's purple we love it it's cute it's sweet whatever and a lot of people take that ingredient and they just kind of roll that crap in cereal or like make truffles out of it with like oreo cookies they kind of just go stay on the sweet side right yeah they stay on the sweet side or like yeah they don't even do anything I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong too, but from what I've seen and people I know and things I, you know, do in the industry, most people don't use ube to, you know, its full extent. Like they can do so much more with it. So I predict that in the future, fine dining restaurants will start using ube the right way. Do you think people don't use ube because is, is it like expensive? Well, it could be. An expensive ingredient because they're exporting it or what, what's the whole deal with well, well, not using it. What do you think? In the Philippines, I mean, the the currency is just, it's so much easier to buy things with the U.S. dollar in the Philippines. You know, so I'm thinking for smaller corporate, like smaller restaurants, I think it'd be great to export. Um, If you're a larger company, yeah, it would cost you a little, you know, a pretty penny and everything like that. Right. So, you know, that's definitely a factor. But I also feel like people are not knowledgeable enough on how to cook that ingredient. You're like, yeah, it's part of like the yam family and stuff, but it has different properties. Ube halaya, you have to cook it for like a, a long time to really oh. break it down and get all the starches out. Fascinating. Yeah, and then the sweetness of it. And so I feel like that's another thing is the technique of using that ingredient as well as factors of actually paying to bring it in. Yeah, but I would love to see ube, more. right? Oh yeah, I have. And it's delicious. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but I have a, I've had a, it in ice cream form okay, at cool. Wonderlist ice cream. Oh yeah, didn't they do like a ube, but then they also do the other flavors too, like a yes. fusion. And then Game of Thrones one time, they they did like this whole series on Game of Thrones. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they had these like inspired flavor. I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I just know it because everyone was bothering me about it. (laughs) They do things like that where they kind of inspired by the shows. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then like their flavors are inspired from uh, places from all around the world. Like they have mango sticky rice. You would like that one. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then I've had an Abuelita's hot hot chocolate ice cream. Ooh, you like it. They executed the shit out of that and it was so good. Nice. So good. What do you predict for the future? My future food prediction i feel like we'll see a whole lot more vegan restaurants pop up vegetarian restaurants pop Mm -hmm. up only because we're getting a little bit more educated on food in general yeah people are getting more sick (laughs) that too sicker yeah we're saving the environment Mm -hmm. if we do go green yeah people are just getting more health conscious i think and Mm -hmm. i feel like as we get older also we're going I feel like I'm going toward that route too I know it's crazy to say like I went from this meat eater to almost not really eating meat but is that we just ate like farmer's market eggplant right now yeah I know I'm like I feel so healthy and green (laughs) I want more of it it. yeah (laughs) but let's not say that we ate a meat lovers pizza (laughs) also to go with that okay yeah yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah I just the rise in veggies in general I feel like that's what we're gonna be seeing a little bit more and the rise of jackfruit i feel like a lot more people are doing things more with jackfruit oh yeah like a substitution for meat right Mm -hmm. yeah a meat alternative yeah so i think uh, yeah more vegan vegetarian options and restaurants and yeah just more veggies 
Yeah, definitely. I, I wouldn't. I'm I not hating on it at all. I think that's a great. It's great to have more selection, especially if the selections are good for you. Oh, how, yeah. do, how do you feel about the the Whole Foods uh, chief executive was talking about plant based meats and how unhealthy they are? Oh, I did, remember. Did you I heard hear about that? that? Yeah. yeah. So he thinks that plant based is great, but when people produce it and commercialize it that way. He was saying it's it's not a healthy choice. Like, what do you think about it? I feel like, well, I mean, I used to work for the company and I just, I mean, they have, they sell the, it's funny that he says that because they sell the, you know, yeah, they have they a selection have Gardein, for that. They have, they have yeah. all mm-hmm. kinds of different brands now. Like I haven't been to Whole Foods in a while, but they have all kinds of different brands now. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to eat it all in excess. You know what I mean? Or not like an everyday you can't be so reliant on it as a protein Mm -hmm. because there are certain things that are like preserving it or you know making it taste a certain way to make it seem like it's meat but it's not really meat you know what I mean yeah it's like the equivalent of just like busting out a frozen you know chicken tenders and throwing it in the oven right and also I feel like a good majority of that stuff is made from soy and you can't really consume soy all too much yeah and soy is an allergen like there's a lot of people they have uh, I work with a server and she had a problem with soy she it's some kind of like immune disease that she had growing up and in part is due to intaking soy wow so yeah so everything a lot of things have soy like chocolate chocolate has soy. right mm-hmm. well soy lecithin, lecithin. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's some people are very sensitive like the minimal amount of that type of ingredient can really affect people yeah that's what i think about it i think yeah you can't be so reliant on that you can get protein from other things that aren't fake meats you can get it from beans, you can get it from nuts, you can get it from like, yeah, just various things like different types of veggies even. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't be so reliant on that. I, I don't think I would fully like if I do ever go and turn vegan, like I don't think I can fully like into the whole fake meats and stuff. If their fake bacon's gross. I've never tried a fake bacon more horrible than that in turkey oh, bacon. No, gross. I haven't had a fake bacon before disgusting really <laughs> do not try it that's so sad it's really sad yeah that's yeah, yeah. It's really hard and then like when people change to the veganism because of their morals right everyone has that argument yeah that's my boyfriend he's like look at these pita videos i'm like i don't want to watch this <laughs> this is terrifying oh my God. yeah i don't watch those at all and when i see those people i just like walk oh, by yeah. i don't stop I'm like divert your attention <laughs> i can't do this anymore oh my gosh <laughs> let's move on from our little rant about this whole plant-based thing but olivia does have a really great recipe that involves actual plant-based ingredients she's not like grinding up like some fake wheat protein she has <laughs> right. like a legit <laughs> recipe um for breakfast or brunch and i've actually had it and it's quite delicious so Thank can you. you share it with us please yeah for sure i mean it's not i mean it is veggies but it also has eggs in it oh yeah sorry <laughs> it's okay it's not completely <laughs> it's, uh, it's okay you sold them on it <laughs> so i have a veggie frittata recipe this recipe is also going to be up on instagram facebook and also if you would like us to dm you we can definitely dm you the recipe for the veggie frittata have it as this i have olive oil there's red onions garlic sweet potato zucchini broccoli you love oh broccoli gosh, that all sounds good yeah broccoli <laughs> was seasonal food in october by the way oh yeah yes it was <laughs> it sure was check out episode two yeah. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the, the second episode yeah and then uh yeah it consists of like whole eggs half and half and I like using fresh cracked black pepper with a little bit of kosher or Himalayan salt. Cool. 
and a little bit of garlic salt. That's like one of my favorite ingredients I like to use. A little bit of garlic salt. Garlic salt's good. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. But the like I said, the recipe for the veggie frittata is going to be up online. If you want to top off your frittata with a little bit of cheese, I like using feta cheese. Yum. Feta cheese delicious. Or you can also use queso fresco. Those cheeses are so good. Yeah, feta cheese is like a little bit more saltier. So if you do use feta cheese, like make sure the salt intake isn't that high mm-hmm. because it's going to make everything a little bit more saltier nice and that was a really fast frittata that you whipped up that day was Takes, it fast yeah, yeah. like only <laughs> took you like i don't know 10 minutes it felt like really fast was yeah you're so right like make it, it. <laughs> yeah i'm like was it fast oh my god i hope everyone tries that recipe yeah <laughs> it's, it's really good super quick to it, whip up yeah it can be made either on the stovetop or it can be made in the oven either whichever one you prefer mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool <laughs> that is cool because like you can either be really fancy or you can just you know make it for yourself that is a great recipe thank you so much for sharing and we have a fun game i'm so excited for it are you yeah (laughs) so this game um it's a fun game where we choose song lyrics that have food or drinks and the other person has to guess the song title and the artist which is really tricky but we'll try our best Woohoo, let's do it i have i I have a couple of them Uh, sorry if they sound dirty (laughs) but crystal you're gonna go first because this is pretty (laughs) hilarious oh my gosh this is so funny Oh my god, when I was like writing these down for the game, I was like, oh man, this is so funny. I'm like, la- I'm laughing to myself and I'm so sad. Like, I-, I feel like. But anyways, um, are you ready for this? Um, I think so. I'm kind of nervous, but yeah, yeah I'm I think ready. you're gonna get this one. I, okay, I okay. So. The lyric is... Oh wait, should we do a time limit? Do you want to do that? No, no, no. Okay. No, you're, you're just right. gonna, you can have all the time in the world, girl. It's all fine. Right, let's see this. Yeah, so if you want to guess either the song title and or the artist, both, you can do that i mean as a bonus you could even like say what year it came out but i mean that that's just a bonus but yeah preferably the song title and or the (laughs) artist so okay here we go you're gonna guess this one it's it's not even my birthday but he want to lick the icing off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know you want, I want it that. in the <laughs> worst, worst way. Can't wait to blow my candles out. Oh, my well, God. Name that song and or the artist. Cake. <laughs> birthday or birthday cake. cake yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I might go re Yeah, there you go. You guessed it. I told you you were going right, to guess yeah, it. Yeah, that was fun. I was just listening to that last night. Were that you? was so funny. <laughs> You're like, my birthday's coming up. I need to <laughs> spice up my life. Oh, yeah, September babies. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. Well, yours is next week. Yeah, yeah. it is. (laughs) Okay, did you have one for me? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to keep going. Okay, so this one, I don't know if you'll get it because I'm like so much more older than you. Okay. And it's like an old song. (laughs) Okay. Old song, old artist. Got it. Giving you hints here. Okay. Okay. Let's see. So, but baby, you hardly even notice when I try to show you this. Song is meant to keep you doing what you're supposed to. Waking up too early. Maybe we could sleep in. Make you banana pancakes. Pretend like it's the weekend now. We could pretend it all the time. Can't you see that it's just raining? There ain't no need to go outside. Jesus, no. See, Nothing's ringing a bell. I'm just showing my age no. right now. <laughs> so bad. What is that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. What is this romance? <laughs> romantic song. It's about banana pancake. It's Jack Johnson. I, yeah. Oh well, my God. That, girl. I don't, don't want to play this game anymore. It's just embarrassing. <laughs> it's okay. I have another one you, for you. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that was banana pancakes by Jack Johnson. Okay, that's that's cool. I yeah, I would have never guessed it. That <laughs> I have no horrible. idea who that. Is. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, here's another one. You ready? Okay. Shoddy want a thug, 
Bottles in the club. Oh <laughs> Shoddy one up. You know what I'd like to touch. You lovely lady lump. <laughs> oh my god. Um, it was very popular back in 2008, actually. Oh, so there's I a hint. I know the song. I don't know the title. It's The title is a food of some sort. It's a food of some sort. You want me to give you Shoddy another hint? Shoddy Oh, it's Lil Wayne. Yep, yep, you're right. But Keep the going. Name, oh my god. You know this. like... I can see it, but it's not blinking in my brain. Um, Come on, it, it was so popular. Yeah. It was so ridiculous to sing it in your head. Sing it, you I know, I sing am, it right now. I'm totally doing it in my head. Um, damn it. Okay. You know this. You can sing it. Go ahead. <laughs> Every time you tell me to sing it, I just want to, I stop singing it. Like, in my head. No, I don't know. Wait, don't tell me. Okay. You want me to give you another hint? Uh, if you want to, yeah. Like a uh, candy. Lollipop. There you go. Yeah. Oh <laughs> it's perfect. No, but I was thinking it was a different song because, like, uh, that lo- I, I felt like he would just say, like, you want to lick that lollipop yeah. like 50 million <laughs> times. And I thought that la, was la, just la, a song. La, like a lollipop. lollipop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let me. Probably f- sounded like him for a second. <laughs> okay. Right. We'll do one more and then uh, we'll close out the show. Okay. For sure. Okay. So my song is Ghetto 2. And okay. I hope it's still in the um, the you same know, age our, as you. I our don't, specialty. This is so bad. Okay. Okay, so this is also a rap artist. Here we go. I'm, I'm giving you a hint. Got it. I stuck to my guns. That's what made me rich. That's what put me on. That's what got me here. That's what made me this. And everything that I do is my first name. B-I-G. These hoes chase bread. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. She got a bird brain. <laughs> I assume it's Notorious B.I.G. No. Oh, my God. No. No, it's not. Okay. Because <laughs> when you said B.I.G., I was B-I-G, like, B.I.G., oh. yeah, but it's not, uh, okay. it's not Biggie. Can you, can you say, sing you me another say lyric? More? Yeah. Okay. Do, do, do another lyric. Okay, so I'll start from the um, the food part. Okay. So, these hoes... <laughs> we're so... Okay. These hoes chase bread. Ah, damn. She got a bird brain. I just bought a crib, three stories, that bitch a trilogy. Okay. Oh my god, this is like every breakup song. And you know I'm rolling weed, that's fucking up the ozone. I got oh a bitch god. that texts me, she ain't got no clothes on. Damn, I know this one. And then another one texts, then your ass next, and I'm gonna text your ass back like. I don't know. I I I I've, I know this song, but I can't think of the like artist or. Oh. Um, this was like maybe it wasn't that long ago. Okay, do you want like a major hint? Yes. Uh, he used to date Ariana Grande. Oh, Big Sean. Okay. <laughs> and then what do you say like when you don't want to mess with your ex? Fuck that. <laughs> Close enough. Oh my gosh, I know this uh, song. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I know this. I know this. I can keep that's going. Not, that's not the I don't fuck with you song. Yes. Oh, it, it is. is. Okay. okay. Woo, she got it. <laughs> I know. I'm not that old. She's not too young. She gets it. I mean, if you would have said, you little stupid ass bitch. Like, I know, but that would have gave it yeah, away that like, yeah. right off the bat. That's true. Yeah. Okay. That's That was just like harder than I thought. <laughs> These hoes chase bread. <laughs> oh my God. That was a good one. <laughs> that was so oh, funny. Well, that was fun. But now it's time to say our goodbyes and end today's episode of the Fat Ass Podcast. If you liked our show today, please leave us a review on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Radio Public to receive a gift. 
And you can also email us at thefatasspodcast at gmail.com for reviews or any other questions you might have. Yep, that's right. And you can catch a new episode next Tuesday. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where we'll post recipes, food adventures, and upcoming events for the Fat Ass Podcast. Thanks again for for listening. listening. Bye. Bye.